DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chazzy. And today we're here to cover Season 1, Episode 13 of Demon Slayer, Something More Important Than Life. What might that be for you, Chadley? Me? Friendship. Yeah, I, that's a better answer. Me would have been like a little bit conceited. Because I wouldn't even want you to say that I'm more important than life to you, but friendship overall? Yep. Just because if general. you die, then this isn't a, there is no friendship, but mm-hmm. friendship wins in the end. There is no podcast either. That's exactly right. So, beautiful note to start this episode on. What did you think of it? The note, I am like this important in life or the episode? I'm talking about the episode okay. now. The episode. I liked it. I especially like the ending. It's one of my favorite parts because I feel like it's something that uh, it really resonates with myself. Oh, and interesting. I think it just, the tables have turned with you, Ronnie. Okay, I can't wait to get into that a little bit more. I was more into, I guess, the mansion part of the episode. I'm assuming okay. you're talking about once they exit the mansion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait for you to get into that. Um, this, I think, is the best animation we've seen so far in the I would show. agree. Okay. I would agree. Even even the outside of the mansion, like the mansion, obviously was awesome. Action scenes and stuff. Even outside, it was like real fluid and yeah. I watched this moments. on a TV that's larger than what I would typically take notes okay. on, and I did it early in the morning. You know, it was a little cloudy out and the shutters were closed. I don't have blinds at my house. I have shutters. That's cool. Um, and so it was pretty dim, and with that huge TV screen, you know, some of these sequences were just, I felt like I was in a film. I really mm-hmm. did. It was a 20-minute short film. I can't, I absolutely cannot wait for you to get to later on in the show I can't well. either. Because I, I, I think some stuff in the future might blow this out of the water, as good as this is. Nice. That's how incredible it gets. Nice. I'm excited. Uh, it looks go, like something oh. I would draw and animate myself. Draw and animate yourself. Yeah. yeah. I've seen your artwork. It's not good, but... Actually, speaking of artwork, what is this piece right here in the studio? I've looked at it. We've just a little behind the scenes here. We've changed around the orientation of our recording studio. Mm-hmm. So now I'm seeing things that I haven't seen before. You've done a lot of cleaning up, a lot of uh, upgrades into this place. I appreciate it. Tell that. me about this piece. This piece right here is a random uh, wall portrait mm-hmm. that my grandfather had painted who knows when and just had it stored like under his desk. Okay. So I found it and was like, oh, wow, I'll just put that up right here. Now, your grandfather, may he remain in peace, he has passed on. May I um, say my likes and critiques of it? Sure. Go for it. Okay, I just don't want to... Sure. I don't want to step on his grave by any means. Sure. You know what I like? I like when people say the word sure, but they say sure. 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 Is that like a dialect of a certain region, you think? Um, Sure. No, like sure. Like it's kind of Oh, I did it wrong, huh? It's not a condescending thing. It's like I used to have a boss that anytime I'd ask him a question that was like a, a yes answer or whatever, he would say, Sure. Like that. And it would be like I would always think, does he have the best intention with that sure or not? You so the way I mean? you're saying it I'm finding is kind of like a sh or. Sure. <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Back to this piece here. So it's a uh it's a moonlit evening. Um, right. first I would like to, I'm going to do like a, do you think he was complete or do you think he had finished this piece or do you think he, had I don't kinda, know. Okay. That's a, that, that's the thing is I never even knew that this piece existed. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a mystery. Don't you love that artwork? You get to call it a piece. 
Yeah. You know, it's not, I'm not even going to call it a painting. That's a piece of art right there. And something that, one of the reasons I like this artwork is the mystery behind it. Yeah. You know? It looks like your standard canvas. What would you put that baby at? Like a uh, a 12 by 16? Yeah, that's, I would say that's pretty fair. Yeah. Um, like I said, great forest. The, the trees are actually very, very nicely done. They're done in kind of a shadowy um, essence. It is. It's not. It's not creepy, but it's mm-hmm. also. It's very eerie. It's foggy. He's captured mm-hmm. the fog. The moonlight. I like how you. He. The thing about painting, and I'm no expert, but I have dabbled a little bit, and I've by dabble I mean I have fallen asleep to a few Bob Ross painting, um, things. You got the source of light, is the most important thing. You got to pick your source of light, and then you work from that. Okay. That's really what helps develop the shadows and everything. He's done a great job. The only thing that confuses me is kind of the bottom, the ground piece. That's what makes me think that it might not have been a completed piece. And it might not be. I don't know. That's a good question. You think he'll ever finish it? I hope to God I wake up one day and that, that thing is just... The, the the ground is just leaved out. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just leaves everywhere. All right, let's get into the episode. <laughs> so, Zenitsu actually he's able to run through the halls, hallways... He's, you know, managed to figure some, get some braveness himself. into himself. Yeah. Uh, the young kid, Shoichi, is concerned they are just running He's around so in circles. so itchy. Yeah, he... Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm Shoichi. <laughs> Me so itchy. So, uh... God, that is, that is definitely my Japanese name from now on. Me so itchy. Me so? Is that your first name? Uh, well, it can, my first name can be Me. Me, like oh, oh and me is over there. And, Shoichi, and last name is Soichi. So he's, you know, he threw an H in there. You know, are, are you? Do you have a different name, or are you forgetting the H? Soichi, Sho. No, I'm taking the H out. Okay, no, that's fine. I just wanted to check. Uh, so Cheeto Puff, he's bravely checking rooms to see if he can find Tanji. When the room flips over in such a way that it sends him flying outside of this mansion. He gets out. Tanji's not going to be so luck- lucky. He's going to uh, hang out here for a little while. And turns out they're not done with this broken bone plot line yet. We're launched into it immediately. <laughs> and you may ask how I knew that we weren't done yep. with it. Well, I heard his bones break. You can hear you there's bones cracking. cracking as he's moving around. Um, and I told you. You said he mis-self-diagnosed himself. No, he did not. He's got broken bones. They are demon slayers. We they know I'm tough. not a huge fan of this bone plot line. First of all, the bone's already broken. It seems like there'd be more of a grinding sound. Well, here's the thing. When you have broken ribs, you can move around like this. Just little fractured broken ribs. Because it's not like their ribs are just shattered. You know. Well. It's fractured. Hold on to your horses. We'll get to it. Um, And then we get some more inner dialogue about how even in this condition, he will persevere. He will never yield. So, broken leg Tom... Speaking of yield, we had a whole conversation about yield on the uh, the Patreon. Yeah, it's uh, debuting not this upcoming Wednesday, but the one after that, there's a new segment we uh, dipped into. It's called Ronnie Road Rules. So, head over to patreon.com slash podcastchronic. Get in there. And get excited for yeah. some road rules where we discuss yield signs. Yeah, I would be ecstatic to right. spend $5 on a triple R segment. Exactly. Exactly. Good. 
Way to get in there to plug that. You were like, oh, yield signs? <laughs> That'll get people chomping at the bit to cop up a little oh, moolah. Yeah. Let me tell them about that. Give us all of it. So Broken Leg Tanji then launches himself into using his legs to avoid the Invisiclaw attack. Oh, that's not bad, Invisiclaw. Yeah, and how did you like the fact that his, he used his broken leg to launch his legs? Yeah, that's launch fine. Using his legs. Okay, that's fine. Because cool. it's, it's fractured, it's not broken. And this is the first moment. The animation in this sequence, really cool with the room always flipping. He's grabbing onto light fixtures to stop from falling. Now, you gotta... That's lucky. You gotta have a hefty light fixture yeah. to really feel good about hanging on from one. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. But this mansion, it's a uh, it's a mansion. So I feel like these are some pretty heavy-duty ones. But, uh, yeah. And the thing about light fixtures, too, is I think some are more sturdy than you might think. Mm-hmm. I think they're in there pretty good. I Even agree. if they got some sway to Especially them. the heavy chandeliers. They got to get them in there pretty... Yeah. Pretty... I mean, those chandeliers decently. are already heavy. Mm-hmm. Adding, you know, in my case, 297 pounds, that's not going right. to unscrew the bolts too quick. Yep. A little underestimate, but I agree. Well, you know I've been working hard recently. So the Scooby Titan is getting impatient. And I also do like that while Tanji figured out which drums do what to the orientation um, of the room or whatnot, it hasn't like helped him a ton. I thought once he was like, oh, do you see what I'm saying? He looked confused. Like mean? last episode, he he did what I did, which was like figured out the drums turn the room in certain ways right it's like oh that right shoulder drum makes it turn sideways and that drum makes it flip upside down okay once he learned that i thought they were gonna go for this like now that he knows that he can like anticipate it and he's gonna handle this guy pretty easily but no they're doing a good job of being like this guy can play the drums a whole lot quicker than tanji right. can change his momentum he's got some practice on the congos mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. played Donkey Kong Jungle Beat growing up. So Tanji then asked for the demon's name. And in a surprising turn of events, the demon just answers him, which I thought was pretty polite. Yeah, that's I like it. Now, why did he? what was the reasoning behind him asking for the demon's name again? Because Tanji's just a young gentleman, and yeah. he, wanted to, he didn't want to just say something that he was hoping hit the heart. Like, which one's better here, okay? Ready. I really think you need to get your life in order. Or, okay. how about this? Chad, I really think you need to get your life in order. The second. Yeah, and you yep. know why? I'll tell you why. It was because I used your name. You used my name, and you did it with a little more, like, a little more twang, which really, I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. So, but that wasn't an example. Do that shit. Get it. Get it figured out. Figure it out. Yeah. And I, I like the harshness, too. I feel like you got to be harsh to some people. Some people that have no... They have no self-awareness. They lack self-awareness. you got to be a little bit harsher with them. Maybe that'll aware the, themselves a little bit better. Yeah. You know? And the thing about Tanji, though, is Tanji is not one to be... He's not... Even when he's harsh, he's going to speak the truth, but he's going to be so nice about it. Yeah. To where if you're an outsider looking in, he's going to say it, and you're still going to kind of be like, oh, he told him he doesn't forgive him. I can't, I can't forgive you for killing people, <laughs> mister. <laughs> like, oh. 
So his name is Kiyogai. Um, Tanjiro then informs Kiyogai that he will not be possessing any little children on his watch. <laughs> Kiyogai says he will get his hands on that boy. Be careful. Marachi. I think we can all agree that eating them is one thing, you know, but be yeah. careful on how you get to that end result. If you're going to get a kid, eat them right away. Raw or cooked? I... Don't romanticize it. Okay. You know, I think let's make a rule. If you get a kid and at some point you plan on eating them, do it first thing. Do you think if you were really hungry, you could do it? No. I don't, Jess. Good answer. I do not think that I could. Um, I but think if, if I was if hungry I had enough, to, If I had to, though, I'd do it right away. Yep. And that was the answer I was looking for. I think if I was starving, there was nothing around, and there was only like, you know, a kid that or kid around that I didn't really, I wasn't that fond of. Okay. I would. We were on an island. I had like my family with me. I think we would we'd have to team up on this kid. Get a little round table See, started. The problem is then you, not much substance. Little kid, I know that's that's what stinks. But and you're you sharing have a, it with your family. Yeah, like, you gotta have a little food. I'll take a thigh. Somebody else can get a thigh, and then after that, it's game on with the family. You kind of have right. to pick and choose. That's we'll discuss that next episode. Which order okay. you're going there? Uh, so he says he will also reclaim his rightful place among the twelve Kazuki. And when he says that, we get a close-up shot on his eye, which has a caption that says, Lower Moon 6. So he's in the lowest division of the 12. Well, is that, or is that like a minor league system? I take it as like he's in the lower part of the 12. Okay. And because he's got crossed out or whatever. So he was in the lower, lower part of the 12. He's one of the lowest ones. He, like he was wasn't... higher up. Well, no, no, no. He was in he was in the lower part, and then he got crossed out because he fucked up. Is how I took it, and it's like, oh, I got to get my chance to get back in. He got sent to the minors. He he was in the lower six. He got sent to the minors right now. And if he eats enough Marechi, he'll get back into that. And if that's the case, first of all, I'm fine with that. I like the most the the thing I like the most is if there is a minor league system called the Lower Moon Six. And if there's not, and you're correct, and the lower moon six is just a facet of the 12 demon moons, the closed captions should have put like a an X across lower moon Well, it had an X, an X on his eye, so I think yeah. you gotta... But that's not... Now, you, you're always doing Japanese writing. Did the eyeball actually have Japanese words written, yeah. or was it a symbol? Or is it a symbol? <laughs> well, Japanese writing is it's, just symbols. It is symbols, but if you think about it, everything is it is like symbol. a is it like a um, you know like a logo? You don't know. I don't, you, know you can say you don't know. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say this that you don't know. Japanese letters are just symbols in disguise. And that's all I'll say. We established that the things are symbols. Now you just don't know. And that's fine, but don't start telling me about what is a symbol, what's not, and what's in disguise and what's not. Alright. But I'm, I'm Put not me gonna... in touch with the closed caption department. I got a okay. c- couple questions. 
I'm just glad you're watching it in sub. Yeah. You're welcome. Although, don't care so much about that. You're a snob. You're a snob. Okay. Snob? You're a snob. No. So, the most vicious Invisiclaw ever starts tearing through the walls. He's really motivated at this point. He is. He's just jamming. He's jamming out. At, yeah, as Kyogre starts playing a cover of In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is working these drums. And we get what I know to be some sort of flashback, some sort of flashback, because there is a heavy blue filter on the visuals. Yep. And that's heavy any, filter, any heavy filter. Mm-hmm. You know it. Someone is absolutely tearing apart a young man for their pathetic writing. Uh, some of the savage adjectives this mentor is using to shit on this writing are as followed: We have insipid, absolutely trite, <laughs> without beauty invulnerability or impact really ripping yeah, into this 85 percent of what you just said i don't even know what it means but if somebody told me that i would be like wow i'm getting shat on right now yeah you'd be like <laughs> yeah. dude fuck you which one do you yeah. think's the worst i mean it's an easy the answer. trite one absolutely Ab- trite. yeah absolutely trite that's i mean there's no doubt about that if somebody said that to me I would genuinely, I wouldn't even be mad. I would be disappointed in myself if somebody said that. I've told this story before. I'll say it again. One, I think the worst uh, comment anyone's ever made to me was uh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. they said, they said, Ronnie, you know one thing I like about you? You're just so consistent. Get wrecked, Ronnie. And I almost punched him in the throat. I would have rather him said, you know, dude, you are absolutely trite. And I would have been like, you know what? Fuck you, but also, I'm not going to cause you physical harm or even think about it. Can you even name one more thing like what you just said that you are, what I like about you is you're consistent and then the absolute no, trite? No, you are so consistent. You are so consistent and absolute trite. Those are two just, two of the most backhanded compliments. Well, I think I abs- that's the thing. I think absolutely tripe. Tri- wait, is it tripe or trite? Tripe is a fish. Yeah, is it's, it? Uh, then that's a stripe. <laughs> okay, absolutely trite. I think is just straight up like a. You just get shot. It's a on. dig. Okay. Yeah. Whereas consistent, you know, if I'm a baseball player, it's and like, oh, he's consistent. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm always out there. You know, I'm getting on base. I'm making the plays in the field. But when I'm just sitting down, and someone tells me on like a seven o'clock on a Friday, you're consistent. Yeah. Never gonna forget it. I'm never gonna forget it, and I will never like you again. Okay. Whew. And you've barely talked to that guy since. So this mentor puts the thesaurus down um, after a quick series of twists and turns. Dude, now do these little backstories? Do they get you feeling sad for these demons? I will touch on that shortly. Okay. I love that question. Love that question. Um, but I've got a couple comments that I'd like to make here in a little bit. Okay. So after a quick series of twists and turns and a drummer boy comment, it is revealed that the young aspiring writer is Kyogai from the past. Uh, He didn't appreciate the criticism, so his eyes turn red and he hits his belly drum, slicing and decapitating Mr. Wall Street Journal. Yep. Now how did he just randomly go demon right here? That is what I wanted to ask you. I mean, obviously, I wonder he if had it was to just already like already be a demon. Yeah, I wonder if this was just like a flash forward. It did like a weird transition where it was like, and then when he finally became a demon, he instantly, that was his first kill. 
he instantly killed that person. I don't know. Well, here's the because because he he obviously wasn't a demon in that moment. It didn't seem like unless he had just gotten like injected with demon blood. I don't know. I'm confused. Well, so what I like to think, I think it's much more interesting if we have a bunch of demons who are like Muzan, who and you know uh, like Yoshiro, um, who can be relatively calm. They've got a handle on it, so he's kind of living. His, you know, he he's not going out in the daytime, right. hence the blue filter in this nighttime meeting. Okay, but he's still trying to be an aspiring demon rider. Ah, I like that. But he gets so, you know, it's his origin story. Oh, you know what, Ronnie? This would kind of make sense considering he wasn't good at actually eating humans. Mm-hmm. He's one of the demons that doesn't really like to. Eat. Hence why he's in the minor leagues right now, trying to work his way back up. He's trying to work his way back up. He's a he's a very talented demon, but he's one that doesn't like to eat. He's kind of like Nezuko. Mm-hmm. And yep, I like it. It's all making sense. You you're good at what you do. Which is why he wants to eat this. Uh, what is it? Marechi, so he doesn't Marechi. have to eat as much. He yep. can just eat one of them. Yep. What is that for you? What really fills you up? Fills what is, me what up. Is your, what is your what is your food? That something that fills me up, or something that I can eat a lot of? Nope, something that's gonna eat. You know, you're gonna eat, and obviously, you can't be like, oh, two whole pizzas, because yeah, that's gonna fill you up. But like something that you can have, that, like a relatively normal portion size of, and then you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna be full. I already for a while. have the answer. What is it's, it? It's a weird thing that I have with this spaghetti. Really? I don't eat that much spaghetti, and I'll be like, I'm already full. You eat a, a bowl of spaghetti, and you're good for a while? Yeah, it's like one of those weird things where, you know how some foods you can just keep tearing into? Mm-hmm. Spaghetti, it's like I'll have like a normal size thing, and I'm just like, oh, I'm, I, could, I, like, I can't take another bite. You know, normally when you're full, you can take another bite because you're not actually full. Yeah. Just say, with that, I can't do it. See, I'm not a big breakfast guy. But on rare occasions where I do eat breakfast and I have, you know, like a stack of pancakes. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good for a while. Pancakes? I could see that. Yeah. I think I could eat a lot of pancakes. Yeah. If I eat like or a waffles. stack of pancakes, I'll probably, I'm probably not eating until like 1130 a.m. Um, so he, uh, <laughs> back in the present, Kyogai is about to employ a complex method called rapid drumming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps such a move in his back pocket for occasions rapid such as drumming. This. <laughs> he sounds like a JoJo character. Rapid drumming. Yeah, he's like just starts. They've been in this mansion for I don't know three or four episodes now. They've been fighting for a while. He's like, you know what? Enough of this. It's time to pull it out. Yeah. Rapid drumming. I'm going to hit these drums a little bit faster. He's like, oh god. And how rapid is this drumming, Chess? I mean, it's semi-rapid. <laughs> you think you could rap it more? Yeah, but maybe he's like having to do it in a certain manner to where he can't do it super fast. Like if he does it without thinking about his pattern, it won't like go right. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. Okay, that's yeah, what I yeah. was thinking. Because uh, you do have to keep your uh, the drum <laughs> bangings moving. You can't just hit the same one, or else the room's just gonna stay there. Yeah. So you're going to have to think of, like, what's the most confusing way I can do this? Mm-hmm. And be honest. Be honest. You do it on your laptop, which might have helped. Did you get dizzy? Yeah, I did. Because I'm not... I got dizzy. I felt myself even a little bit, so I was like... 
Ooh, the, can the Chad even helped. watch this part? The laptop helped. I remember watching this on TV for the first time and being like, oh shit, I can't do this. I was just like so locked in and I was like, I just felt my second for, felt myself for a second go, whoa. And I was like, Chaz can't even watch this. Are you kidding me? Uh, more great animation. They make a good use of the paper flying around the room. Yeah. So you can like appreciate, you know, it's not just Tanji falling over the place. You got the paper floating in different directions. Gross. Ugh. Now you're just going to have to sit in that? Yeah. Tanji makes a comment about focusing on his breath to reinforce... Okay, I can't. I mean, this note's so stupid. Tanji makes a comment about focusing on his breath to reinforce the muscles around <laughs> his broken leg. Woo! He goes, oh, is this where he goes, oh, I dodged the papers. Now I know how to use, now I know how to not have my leg broken. I feel like that's something they talk about in like a Scientology sermon. Yeah. They're like, now listen. Tom Cruise has definitely said this before. <laughs> yeah, when he's like, he's like jumping off helicopters, breaking legs, like, oh, God, we got to shut down production for two months. He's like, give me a couple weeks. I'm going to practice this breathing technique that will reinforce my muscles. And they're like, Tom, chill out, man. They're like, Tom. Like, Tom, you're shorter you're, than Ronnie yeah. on the... You're shorter than Ronnie Coleman on the Podcast Chronicles. Just be quiet. Tom, just don't jump out of a helicopter when it's 50 feet in the air. Your legs won't break next God, time. He's the best to ever do it, though. You, yeah, you know, he is. You got, you got to give it to him. Um, and right before the claw attack, there is a slight smell of mold, which is, what do you think that's all about? No idea. Okay. Absolutely no idea. What do you think? I'm just like, why does the claw attack smell like mold? I don't know. Is he using the bacteria in the mansion to attack the claws? To send these claws forward? Maybe. It's a good. It's just a weird thing to say. Um, so Tanji dodges and gets on that water-breathing oxygen. It's time to see the ninth form. It has a very short and sweet name. It Let's is hear it. Splashing Water Flow Turbulent. God, this is one of my favorite forms. It's title-wise, yeah, title and uh, like, title, as in like tidal wave. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is probably a form in itself as an actual tidal wave. Yeah, there's like geysers that first start popping up. Mm-hmm. And then for a second, he's just like running on water. He becomes Jesus. Um, when you pull out the ninth form, anything can happen. Pretty cool. I don't really actually know what this form does. D- do you know what any of them do? Yeah. Some are pretty obvious, you okay. fool. Don't say that. The, this one, it almost is like it helps center him in the room it was like he was enclosed by or the water gave him a path yep. to walk on so the room changing didn't matter and of course he got his opening thread slashes this guy's head off he makes a move but then gets a little overzealous with his injuries he does he decides to take a deep breath and he well that's re- because doesn't he say right before he does this mm-hmm. what does he say well he says it right after he does make some sort of comment about like how he he's said, got a your blood demon art is incredible or something. Oh, um, Tanji says your blood demon art's incredible right before he slashes yeah, yeah. him. I believe, yeah, yeah, that was so anime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anime. We just 
paying him a compliment right before he slices his head off. So so cocky too. <laughs> Tanji is low key cocky as hell. Yeah. So, but no, he makes such an incredible move. Then gets a little crazy with his injuries. Decides to take a deep breath. Really feels the repercussions of that. Yeah, because I I feel like when you're I've heard when you crack ribs, yeah, when you just breathe that it hurts. Yeah, it's like if you have cracked ribs, it's one thing to do ninth form splashing water flow turbulent, but deep breath, get out yeah. of here. Yeah, get out of here. Short breaths, people. Short breaths. Have you ever cracked a rib? No. I know somebody that has. They said you can still move around and do like uh, waveforms, but you just can't. Like breathing is just tough. Yeah. Deep breaths. Right. I can imagine. I mm-hmm. can imagine. Kyogai, with his last breath, asked if Tanji really thought his blood demon art was incredible. Tanji says, yes, but I can't forgive you for killing. And Kyogai, as his head disintegrates, says, weakly. <laughs> that was a note from me. I shouldn't have said that. Here, let me try that again. <laughs> it's my stage directions. Everyone, sh- everyone shut up. Calm down. And as his head disintegrates, he says... Uh, that's fine. Just really wanted to know about that cool thing. Didn't really give a shit about your forgiveness. <laughs> I mean, he should have. Why did he didn't say? Do you forgive me? Tanji was like, no. "Yeah, it was fucking dope as shit, but don't forgive you." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, that's that's cool, man. Thanks for saying I was cool." Uh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, do you feel bad for this demon? One more second, because we we go back again. Okay, here it is. But first, we then see this dope ass blood sucking pocket knife, dude. So cool. That that's the coolest part of this episode. It's so cool, dude. I was like, what the heck? He threw it, and I was like, what the heck is that? Like, bygones be bygones. He's dead. You did the work, Tanji. And then I saw it extracting the blood, and I was like, whoa. Yep, that is some of the coolest. What's her name? Tamayo, get giving him that that she is so cool man i love that lady you know what sucks what it was yushiro that gave it to him oh don't just let me i know let me just say that it's just i did the same thing where i was like oh Tamayo did that for him and then he specifies he's like well this is a pretty he's like this is a pretty neat invention invention that yushiro provided me with using his demon blood powers i was like dude Dude. maybe she taught him that i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna put it at so tanji has a crow cheeto puff has a sparrow and tamayo has a little pussycat cute so cute which can become invisible with just the simplest of meows tanji goes to look for the kid and just when you thought okay we are done with this plot line involving the writings of kyogai because I was just watching his head disintegrate. You're like, that sign sealed delivered. Yep. You were, no, you were wrong. Flashback. We get the same exact scene filled with the extreme extreme adjectives again. Uh, did you remember the adjectives? Absolute trite. That's all I needed to remember. Yeah. Well, don't, don't forget about insipid and without beauty and vulnerability okay, or impact. That one's pretty bad. I mean, you you do have the headline, but don't forget about the subtitles, okay? And he starts to tear up at the fact that Tanji didn't step on his riding like the other guy did. 
that Tanji respected his work. Like, Tanji even knew what the fuck that thing, that <laughs> stuff was. In Tanji's eyes, they were just floating papers in a room. <laughs> he just didn't want to trip on them, slip on them. He did not re- read a single haiku, a single summary, a single word, I don't think. A single symbol. He didn't read a symbol. Oh. And... Then he starts to tear up. His soul is officially put to rest as his writing, his blood demon art, and his drum playing have been recognized. And my note to answer your question that you've been anxious about. Imagine being a person who starts crying right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I just did not care. (laughs) Imagine being a person to let yourself become so vulnerable that this shoehorn demon plotline <sighs> caught you at the right time and you're like, fuck, dude. And, you know, I get what they're doing. Demons used to be humans. They're trying to put the human in the demons. But there's already been a few times now with a few demons where I just didn't give a single shit about. Yeah. I didn't care about them at all. I'm sure there there probably will be moments in the future like, if they keep keep this trend going there'll probably be a couple times where i'm like dang that was you know i actually feel kind of bad for him but so far not really at all it's just it's funny like he says the thing about the writing tanji never saw the writing didn't care about the writing we've seen this demon for what two episodes before this they could have had some it's just like when they do something like that like this side of the plot line is kind of more demon of the week which i kind of talked about before Whereas, you know, with Muzan, you already got a little bit more building up. He's got a family. There's yep. a lot of shadiness around there. It's just, there's more there than just being like, I don't know. Your writing is bad. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a, they're like, okay, what is something that you don't maybe see all the time, but people could get emotional about? And they're like, well, what if someone, think about someone who just doesn't ever feel appreciated in anything they do or nothing's recognized. They do what they think is mm-hmm. good work. You know, think about that guy who's got an entire novel on his laptop that he's written offline and is ne- he's been too scared to post it. No one's ever read it. And then he becomes a demon. That's our character. <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe, maybe it is just as simple as Tanji is such a nice-hearted guy that he's really speaking to these demons. It's just showing that they can kind of care but at the same time i i don't care yeah i mean if tanji had read it he would have thought it was beautiful even if it wasn't because he's a nice guy he would have he if i had to choose an editor i would choose tanji he'd be so nice Mm -hmm. even if he was giving me constructive criticism well that's what that's why they had to throw in the cocky line of your blood demon arts amazing yeah just to have something out there like that he's like really (laughs) So back in the, uh, first we go to the calling card, and then we come out of that. Back in the hallways, Tanji makes his way back to the kids. And then he starts to head outside to meet up with uh, Zenitsu when he smells blood. My note, here, my note here is, will this day ever end? You know, <laughs> what a long day. Boris Head is trying to duel Zenitsu, who has a bloody nose from taking blows while hugging Nezuko's box. He is kicking the shit out of Cheeto Puff. Hugging Nezuko's box, protecting this box with his life, Ronnie. And you shit on this guy saying he's a coward. He's a fake. He's a fraud. It's the first good thing he's done. Okay. Well, awake thing he's done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the first <laughs> cognitive 
This is the first good cognitive exactly. thing he's done. Exactly. Yep. I'll say it. What is the definition of cognitive? Cognitive uh, being alert, being in the moment. Uh, okay. Of, yeah, sound, of sound mind. Oh, that's perfect. Of sound mind. I like it. Okay, so I was right in the term using it. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew exactly what you were saying. So he's doing this because he knew Tatanji this box was more important to him than his own life. Hence, title of the episode. Oh. Zenitsu, so, and, and you can, what's awesome about Zenitsu is he is a coward. He's a fake. He's a phony, yeah. some people call him. But, again, this goes back to Tanji. Tanji speaks to everyone's heart so much that Zenitsu is willing to do that just because of Tanji. Yeah. No other reason. Um, and I like the I like how they are building him a little bit. If we could just tone back on all the animeisms. I think they will tone I back. I think in your life I know that they're not, right? But I'm just saying if they were to ever do that, there's some foundation for a good character that I would actually really like. Because I like the hearing stuff. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so Zenitsu says he always had good hearing, even to the point where he remembers what people said when he was asleep. That's pretty wild. That'd be pretty neat little power, right? Cognitive while you're asleep. Pretty neat power, but like, how many times in your life do you think that's like actually useful? Not very useful at all. Yeah, because you're not like sleeping no. in a whole lot of situations where people are talking. Right. Right. If at all, you know. It Some, would have been like good when you were like a young kid, maybe yeah, yeah. like sleeping in your parents' rooms or like hotels, and they were saying stuff. Like, oh wow, look at Ronnie! Look how dumb he looks sleeping. They're like, they're like, he's just not gonna be the athlete we wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then with like Travis, it'd be like, he just he can't do this school thing. I don't know what we're gonna do. What are we gonna do? How is he gonna make money? Oh, wow, Those that's the- all they cared about is just making money? No, they're going to say, how is this young gentleman, how is he going to really flourish in his state of mind? Well, and knowledge. you know, that'd be a beautiful thing if we weren't living in, uh, if we weren't living in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, so, we flash back to after they were thrown out of the mansion. The Z-Man took a pretty hard hit to the head. He will be entered into the concussion protocol. And Boris had interstate. You didn't right. mention him freaking out when he realized he was bleeding in the back of his head. That's because I wanted to skip over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boris had interstate right, and Zenitsu confirms our suspicions. He is the remaining fifth survivor. That is what you called a uh, spoiler alert, but played. Let me see here. How how. That is a spoiler given on the podcast, but done so very eloquently by one Chaz chart. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep the the spirit of the event alive, but also not give it away. Just like we'll put a point down for you. See, so you you are happy for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were like, like, oh, <laughs> this is my reenactment. Oh, wait. What if this is the guy that... <laughs> oh, what if this is the guy, he's the remaining person that we didn't see back at the final selection? <laughs> and I said, I remember at the time, like, well, that's kind of weird that you said that since you've seen him. He's like, no, I don't know. I don't even... <laughs> he said, 
No, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I really didn't know because it was weird. I don't remember rewatching it. I didn't remember that he wasn't at the selection. Okay. So, uh, Boar's Head recognizes Nezuko's box as hosting a demon, but Cheeto Puff is one of the bravest men the world has ever known. And after an argument back and forth, Zenitsu says he always knew there was a demon inside of the box because of the sounds. But Tanji's sounds are so nice and gentle that it makes him want to cry. And I well, know, he cries at everything, so that doesn't mean And that much. was my note. I said, I don't know why he's saying it makes him want yeah. to cry. Because he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to be crying, so. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool, though, that he knew that it was a demon the whole time, but still just kept chugging along with him. Right. It would have even been, like, cool if we saw, like, a scene where... We kind of like if we went back, we could see him like looking at the box and then kind of like freak out, but not kind of side eye Tanji, but not say anything. The problem is, he was always freaking yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have time to freak out at the box because he was freaking out at yeah, everything else. Exactly. He says all living creatures constantly give out vibrations that he can hear. He trusts that Tanji has a good reason for traveling with a demon. And, but this wasn't good enough for Boar's Head, and a tussle ensues. And it's like the first time that Awake Zenitsu is cool. I already kind of said that. You yep. were like, yeah, I, you forced me to give him credit. Here I am giving him credit. Exactly. Uh, Boar's Head start, starts stomping Zenitsu with a flip-flopped foot. A triple F. A flip-flop foot. Flip-flopped foot. That's so hard to say. Flip-flop foot. Flip-flop foot. Flip-flop foot. Yeah, you want to put the flit. You're saying flit, right? Flip, flop, foot. Yeah. Yeah. You want to say flit. Yeah, try it at home, everyone. Uh, Tanji arrives at the scene. Boris Head is infuriated that uh, Zenitsu hasn't drawn his sword. Now, Boris Head, I would actually... Tell me. Uh, obviously, he can sense the demon, too. If I'm a demon slayer, and I've seen something like Tanji has seen... Like he saw his whole family, they were massacred by a demon. If I was somebody like Boar's Head, and I don't know if he has or not, but it say he did like, well, I guess he, yeah, he just saw corpses. We we've already seen corpses at this mansion from demons. Yeah, I would be pretty pissed too if there was a demon right there and this guy was protecting this demon. Yeah, not knowing the situation. I mean, obviously Boar's Head's going a little extreme right here, but I can definitely see how one would be very angry at that. No, I do too. I think I, I think next episode we'll get into more of the stuffs where he infuriates me. Right now, yeah, it's a demon. We already saw him fighting with Tanji, which was kind of silly to begin. That part was kind of silly in its own, but now at least that's already established. So it's not like, oh, this is, you know, Zenitsu saying this is Tan- Tanjiro's box is going to make the Boris head be like, oh, all right, I'll wait for him to come out and we'll yeah. talk about it. So no, I think that all makes sense. So, yeah, he's infuriated that he hasn't drawn a sword. The beating re- continues, and Tanji is so not cool with this repetitive beating. So after about 30 seconds... <laughs> he, he lets him get those extra beatings. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, Zenitsu, don't think I forgot how much of a bitch you were in the past two yeah. episodes. I'm letting you get at least 30 more seconds. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like, 10 more of those and I'm going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad that he let the beating go on a little bit longer. And as he's getting mad, he's just going, four, three, two. All right, that's enough. I like it. 
He yells, stop it, charges, end of episode. Yeah, I, I the best part of the episode was me was Zenitsu getting the extra beatings. That's so what is I was that what you were talking yeah, about yeah. earlier? Yeah, he needed those beatings. He's got he's to learn. He's got to learn his lesson. I'm not saying to beat your loved ones, to teach them lessons, everyone. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is if you act like that, you deserve a beating. You deserve a beating, and especially if it's like a flip-flopped foot beating. Yeah. I mean, as far as beatings go, if you gave me like an array of choices, no, I would say... I'm sure say, it still hurts, but... Yeah, I mean, it's no walk in the park. It's still... But it's not as bad as um, if he was barefoot. But, oh, also, Boar's Head, though, he did pull out his sword and go to slice him, but stopped. So we do know Boar's Head at least has some morality here. He doesn't... Yeah. He will beat the shit out of him, but he won't just kill him right there. Right. And that kid, I mean, not helping a lot. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You know, you were taught, you were giving him some credit a couple episodes back about, like, shitting on uh, Zenitsu. And then here he is. I mean, think about this kid, right? Got captured. Yep. <laughs> Some people say, "My Ronnie, this is harsh," but I'm just giving you his creds, credentials. Got captured. Couldn't find his way out. You're right. Shits on other people. Yeah, he does. Doesn't help. Just stands to the side and cries. And I think for and that's a sec- his resume. <laughs> think for a second, he forgot about his brother and sister. That is his resume. Mm-hmm. If. That's the kind of Marechi you want on your side. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens when he grows up. But for now, not his biggest fan. Um, yeah, this kid yeah. better be under 10 or he is a coward. And i that's where I'm afraid. I think he might be 11. He might be 11. Mm-hmm. So that is the end of the episode. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No. Yeah, good episode. I enjoyed it. Right. Uh, we've gotten out of the mansion it seems like we're now i do to... i will say at the end of this episode though it seems dragged out which well, not I... dragged out they just like they had to like this cliffhanger i was like oh i forgot about this cliffhanger right they like the cliffhangers in this yeah, yeah. Show. which i'm fine with cliffhangers but this one felt like they they wanted to drag it out until they could get it to exactly this point you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i mean now are you saying that because we did the second flashback scene of the yes. adjectives, the same exact adjective scene? I believe that that scene was definitely <laughs> one of them. Um, even the thirty, even some of the thirty seconds, I was like, "Okay, Tanji, you need to get more mad now." I was like, "This is you're letting him go a little too far." Right. You know, should have been twenty five seconds, not thirty. No, I agree. Right now, it's not a huge deal because they're all at uh, all the episodes are at the palm of my hand. But, you know, season three rolls around, they're still doing this sort of thing, and you gotta wait, like, a week. Ugh. Come you on. you'll watch season three? If, what are we doing here? What are, <laughs> what are we doing? Cover <laughs> the first two seasons, be like, alright, guys, well, season three will come out, we might not watch it, but thanks for tuning <laughs> in to the first two. Dude, we, we gotta get ready for uh, Chainsaw Man. Has there been a date released? There's been a trailer. I don't know if, like, just a newly televised trailer. I don't know if when it's coming out or anything. I think the end of this year. Okay. So we'll have to get ready. Maybe we'll it. do, like, a cool little thing on one of the end of these Demon Slayers uh, in the future where we do, like, a trailer reaction. Okay. Just, like, talk about the trailer. Sure. Now, yeah, we'll do something like that. Uh, for the time being, follow us at Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Join the Discord, link below. Patreon, link below. 
Um, YouTube. YouTube it. Get us to 400 subs. We yep. want it. We want it. We're not close to it. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chad. Peace. Peace.